Our doctor is in, and so are the doctors of Capital Health. Welcome to the all-new Health 411. Every Sunday morning at 10, Dr. Jonathan Karp, along with our respected panel of guests from Capital Health, take you on an important medical journey to help you navigate your health and the healthcare system. To reach your destination, good health. Health 411 is underwritten by Capital Health. Minds advancing medicine. Capital Health is the region's leader in providing progressive quality patient care with exceptional physicians, nurses, and staff, as well as advanced technology. 107.7 The Bronx and 107.7 The Bronx. Com, proudly nominated for a National Association of Broadcasters 2019, 2021, and 2022 Marconi Award for Best College Radio Station, as well as the winner of the 2023 IBS College Media Award for universities under 10,000 students. We are broadcasting from the Bronx All Digital Studios on the campus of Ryder University. Welcome to Health 411. I am your host, Professor Jonathan Karp. This Health 411 program is presented by Capital Health. In Health 411, we discuss a variety of issues affecting health and wellness, public health, healthcare policy, and the science of health and healthcare. Our goal is to expand your knowledge and your perspective. Today, our student producer, Dan Geller, and I um, are going to expand your knowledge and perspective by having a second conversation, which is an unusual thing. Uh, we are going to have a conversation today, a part two, with Chris Burris. Chris is the chief science officer and the co-founder of My Vital C. And if somebody wants to go back and listen to our first conversation with him, it happened in June of 2023. I don't remember the exact date, uh, but that's quite old. <laughs> right? So we can go back and listen to the podcast because we're not going to repeat the same thing. Um, welcome again, Chris. Happy to have you here. Professor Jonathan, thank you so much for having me, Dan. Great to connect with you again, and uh, I'm I'm excited about what we're what we're going to cover today. Yeah, and, and, I don't know yet. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, none of us I do. For people who are listening, none of the things we do here on Health 411 are scripted. It's basically just a conversation. Um, in our last conversation, we learned about Chris, um, uh, and I don't want to rehash that. Uh, but he um, is the co-founder of a company called My Vital C. This company makes a product. Um, that is ESS60, which is a carbon uh, nanoparticle that is a nutritional supplement. Um, and we talk sort of about the development of the company, how his background got us into that. Uh, and just so for people who are listening, maybe for the first time, what is ESS60, Chris? Yeah, real quick. Yes. First, I recommend go back and listen to the last podcast. It was a, it was a lot of fun and informative. Um, I'm, I'm actually holding up a molecule and I'll describe it. So don't worry if you can't see it because you're listening. Uh, imagine a soccer ball where the lines on the soccer ball represent the bonds between the carbon atoms. So you have a spherical molecule of 60 carbon atoms. Uh, that molecule was discovered in 1985 at Rice University here in Houston. The three scientists who discovered it and published a paper in the prestigious Nature magazine won a Nobel Prize for that discovery. They actually thought the molecule would be toxic, so they put it in a toxicity study. Instead of being toxic, the test subjects that they gave it to, in this case it was Wistar rats, lived 90% longer than the control group. That was really what changed my business partner, Robert and I. We've been working together for 32 years now. Uh, changed us from being happy-go-lucky carbon nanomaterial scientists into getting into the supplement business, which which we tried to not do for a long time. And really our customers just twisted our arm and, and now here we are. <laughs> but you're still, you're still in the, um, the, 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 the carbon nanoparticle business though, so to speak though, because you make 
your 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 labs now make this product that you are selling yourself. You're not outsourcing it or something like that. That's correct too, right? Cor- correct. In fact, that that lab still continues to sell to research institutions around the world. Um, and you know, so we're we're experts in the carbon nanomaterial space. Uh, and then we're also kind of a branched into the supplement space, which turns out to be a bigger market. Not that surprising, right? Research institutions around the world is kind of a small market. Um, supplements and and helping people to you know to to live uh, to improve their wellness. We'll we'll use the FDA correct terms here to improve their wellness and. And really, my joy is I get to share the original research and hear the testimonials from our customers, which are some, frankly, sometimes mind blowing. Which is which is pretty cool. And this supplement is something that people um, are eating. Because that, is that correct? This is not yep. a. This is not now more. There are drugs out there now. We hear about weight loss and diabetes control. There are injectables now. So that might not be very clear. This is is it's sort of a, a food supplement. Um, nutritional uh, uh, supplement and it works as an antioxidant and so for people who may not have listened how does that how does your soccer soccer ball model model relate to the the word antioxidant that a lot of people have heard about yeah so even in the early days when it was first discovered and maybe not in the original paper but shortly thereafter uh it turns out in 1991 when i started the the original lab with my business partner robert Uh, All 10 of the 10 most referenced scientific papers uh, were related to carbon nanomaterials. So this is an absolute viral discovery that happened again in 85. uh, By 91, all of the research was being done on it. And by 96, they won the Nobel Prize. Even back in those early days, it was understood that that soccer ball shaped molecule could hold up to six electrons, six negatively charged particles. And that's really what an antioxidant needs to do. The oxidative agents in our system uh, are actually negatively charged particles. And so here you have this molecule. And and, and, and if you go back and listen to the, to the previous podcast, we know that it gets into the mitochondria and it can hold up to six of these reactive oxygen species. Those are the, the things that tend to do oxidative damage in our systems. Right. And we did talk about this, this but to, to just to say it again for people who are listening, uh, reactive oxygen species are a normal part of physiology and metabolism. Is, is that right? Or is these, are these these evil beings that must be destroyed under all costs? <laughs> <laughs> well, I think there's somewhere in between, right? Because if you talk about oxidative damage, you would like to avoid that, right? If you talk about it's a, it turns out to be a signaling molecule for other kind of biological processes, so you don't want to numb it too much, right? Uh, that's a that that's a concern. And and what it looks like uh, this ESS60 molecule has the ability to do is buffer those reactive oxygen species. So not not necessarily uh, get them and take them out of your system, um, what which is the job of like glut- glutathione and melatonin, but but to actually hold on to them if that particular mitochondria is depleted of glutathione and melatonin. We kind of understand different parts of our body will get depleted of different components at different times. Um, this just has the ability to hold on to those and make sure that they don't do any damage. Yeah. Uh, it, so it, you're it, right. Get rid of it, yeah. but also you need it. Yeah. And I was going to, in terms of wellness, why are the, why is this something worthy of being controlled sort of very tightly? Yeah. So I think if you, well, you know, there are so many processes in our body that really have a, a, the, the equilibrium point of, of the system as it is. And then the equilibrium point that is actually optimal for our, for our health, for our, for our biology. 
in the case of reactive oxygen species, you want that fine line of, yes, I've got the signaling molecule um, and, it's, and it's signaling the right processes biologically, uh, but I don't have so much of it that it's out there doing uh, um, oxidative damage to your system. Yeah, and I, I was trying to push you into direction to say something like, you know, what is aging? <laughs> oh, yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, well, classically, like the medical community kind of looks at aging really, and, 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 and this can be debated as, as many things can, um, but a lot of the medical community looks at aging as an oxidative process, right? So those oxidative stress agents doing damage and also an inflammation process. Uh, and, and it turns out that our product ticks those two boxes. You just gotta be, we gotta be careful when we talk about inflammation because uh, the FDA has equated, and I think this is accurately, uh, equated uh, talking about uh, chronic inflammation when you're uh, attempting to address it you're really actually talking about those diseases of chronic inflammation, which include Alzheimer's, dementia, um, arthritis, cancers are often attributed to this inflammation um, and, and cardiovascular disease. So, so we're not able to talk about inflammation as, as regards to those. What we are able to say is that our product addresses inflammation related to exercise-induced inflammation. Yeah, and some people think, just like I put my biology professor hat on for a second, and just say, one. some people think that the reason organs of our body change over time as we age is because of it's sort of chron chronic inflammation, but not in the disease state. It's just sort of the normal consequence of aging, which happens to every one of the organs in our body. And um, you're, you're nodding, Chris, so I hope that I hope we've sort yes. of laid the background for the molecule we're going to talk about. Um, so what we're going to do is we're going to take a quick break on Health 411 for some brief underwriting announcements. And we'll come back and continue the conversation with Chris Burris of the co-founder of My Vital C. And uh, we'll be right back on 107.7 The Bronx and 1077 The Bronx. Health 411 Sunday mornings at 10 a.m. on 1077 The Bronx is underwritten by Capital health. If someone you loved was sick, how far would you go to make sure they got the best care? Your mother, your sister, your best friend, your neighbor, your son? How far would you go for doctors who will meet with you longer so they really get to know you and who collaborate across disciplines so that they can devise a plan of care that's uniquely right for you? There's no doctor too far, no care too distant, that you wouldn't go there. And for more than 100 years, so has Capital Health. From our hospitals in Trenton and Hopewell, to our primary care offices all across Mercer, Bucks, and Burlington counties, to right here at Ryder University, Capital Health has the team of doctors, nurses, experts, specialists, and staff that you can count on to care as much about your loved ones as you do. Because you'd go to the ends of the earth if someone you loved was sick. And so do we, Capital Health. There's no appointment needed for this doctor's visit. Now back to the all-new Health 411. One, underwritten by Capital Health, Minds Advancing Medicine. 107.7 The Bronx and 1077thebronc.com. Welcome back to Health 411. We're recording from the Digital Bronx studios in the Lawrenceville campus of Ryder University in New Jersey. We are continuing our conversation with Chris Burris, the co-founder of My Vital C, a company uh, where he is also the chief science officer, which is cool because he, he, he buys into the science process, which not everybody in the world of nutritional supplements does, um, which is a big thing. Thing. And so why is science so important to, to the product that you're selling? Well, uh, well, one, it's because of a, a scientific publication has really been the genesis of this industry. And that's kind of the paper that we mentioned where 
uh, test subjects, given the my battle C formula, lived 90% longer than the control group. Those those test subjects were were with star rats. Um, and you're you're right. I, I I briefly kind of hinted that that from the publication of this paper was 2012, mid 2013. We kind of get this wacky group of biohackers, and I can say that because I'm now a biohacker. Yeah. I'm, uh, I'm, they're, I'm, they're like, I'm gonna step on you for a second, Chris. I after our last conversation, I did go out and get the paper. Oh yeah, <laughs> and I, I did I did look at it. So I'm just I'm just want you to know I'm checking you now as you as you as you go through it. Yeah, you gotta <laughs> dot the I's and cross the T's, right? Um, you know, what's fascinating about that paper, I don't know if you, how deep you dug into it. My director of research, and, and I think we mentioned him last time because of the idea that maybe this molecule uh, is working as an as a antagonist and, and, and potentially causing apoptosis in, in cells that need to, you know, need mm -hmm. to move on. Um, but my director of, of research was like, hey, this paper could have been five separate papers, right? So you're, you're looking at a longevity study. You're mm -hmm. looking at... Um, the fact that there were no tumors in the rats that lived 90% longer. You're looking at, they injected carbon tetrachloride, which is an, is, is a, an advanced oxidative agent. Uh, and only the, the, the ESS-60 and olive oil rats were able to recover from that. Like all, and there's more pieces of this that, that go into it. Um, it was a pretty amazing paper like they did. And I love to give kudos to them because think about this. I don't know if we said this last time. If there's ever anything that's true, you're doing a toxicity study. The rats that were given the quote unquote toxic material are all alive. And the rats that are given the control material, in this case, water, mm -hmm. are all dead. You are 100 percent sure that at least that study says it's not toxic. Like there is no yes. better result from yeah. a non-toxicity study. They continued to do the animal husbandry to keep those rats alive for the next two and a half years. Uh, kudos to them for, for doing that to get this phenomenal result. Yeah, that was a good result. And I think the reason that they could put, which is sort of the equivalent of four or five different things into one study, if, you know, we're not doing a journal club here, but if it was a journal club, uh, I, if they were going to have like a, a whole paper on each one of the things they did, like a whole paper on the pharmacokinetics and the biodistribution, a whole paper on the toxicity, a whole paper on, there, you'd want bigger ends and a whole bunch of control groups mm -hmm. that sort of were not in the paper. You want some dose response curves. And, and so in reality, I'm sure people have followed that kind of stuff up, but in that paper you're talking about, but that's why they were able to compile it together and put all these different things coming at different directions to sort of say, hey, what's going on here? You know, why is this thing, we have animals that are sort of have a, a net, we, you know, these animals have been in the labs for 100 years now, have a well-described life cycle. And then they, you giving them this thing and you're changing sort of their longevity as a result. It is sort of an interesting thing um, in terms of it's not what wasn't associated with toxicity or anything like that. Um, so your conclusions are very, are great. I'm just saying, you can, you can go back to your colleague and say, why, why is it five different papers? Well, if you did a paper on each one of those things, there's a lot of stuff scientifically that you want that they didn't do in that particular paper. So I'm yeah, just, that makes, just, that, that I'm makes just, perfect sense. Just that. saying yeah. that because some of them, some of the ends were a little bit small and stuff like that. But that being, as it said, you have a molecule that's proved to be non-toxic, which is, was surprising based on sort of the structure of the molecule because yep. it's related to some very toxic things. Yeah. Yeah. They actually thought, I mean, the original reason they thought that it would be toxic is because one of the shapes on the exterior of that soccer ball is reminiscent of benzene, right? Mm -hmm. And benzene, you, ubiquitous versus, we don't have modern society without benzene, right? Like plastics, 
a lot of deter like detergents, uh, a lot of medicines are, are based on the benzene ring, but benzene on its own is known to be toxic and carcinogenic. And so for those reasons, they thought it would be toxic. And, it, and it, yeah, it turns out, you know, the opposite was true, at least in the case of these these Wistar rats. So we've talked a lot about the rats, but I, I'd like to rehash some of the anecdotal evidence you've received or some of the anecdotal stories you've had over the past, you know, more than a decade dealing with this product. Uh, okay, so I'll, I'll dig into this. Before I do it, um, the way I tend to present uh, a, um, kind of anecdotal results is if I've got a direct line, like I'm very interested in the chain, kind of quote unquote chain of custody too. So I can reach out to that person again I've got email contact or phone contact, um, and I'll provide some personal ones. And th this comes with the FDA disclaimer that we have, the FDA has not evaluated our product. It is not intended to treat, diagnose, cure, or prevent any disease. We do get head to toe testimonials, and I'm, there is no exaggeration, head to toe, head like, my hair's growing faster, coming in darker. Um, we literally have a guy who's a Navy SEAL who a crab bit his big toe when he was five, that toe was cracked for his life until he started taking this product. Uh, he's now in his mid sixties. So he's only been taking the product for four or five years. So you think about that time span, 60 years with a, a cracked toe and then now it's healed. Um, so literally from, from head to toe. Uh, our most consistent testimonial is that people take the product in the morning, they report mental focus and energy during the day, and then better sleep that night. And better sleep, when you think about, okay, what might be causing this head to toe, we talked about the, I think we talked about the boss theory, uh, buffering oxidative stress system last time. But, but even if we didn't have that theory in place, if you're just improving sleep, we all know that sleep is good for your mental, physical, and emotional well-being. Uh, so, so that's one of the, the things that we could hang our hat on and say, hey, this might be causing the head to toe, toe results. Uh, I don't know if I shared my sleeping uh, anecdote. I don't, th I don't think so. That, so I have to embarrassingly admit that I used to take two naps before noon yes. on Saturday and Sunday, every Saturday and Sunday, unless we were out of the house. And the way that would work, and, and, and I like these types of testimonials better. I'm not saying I feel better. I'm saying I used to take two naps and it worked out like this. I have, I have twins, boy, girl, twins. And when they were of the age to watch cartoons and to wake up early, I would wake up early with them, lay down on the couch. They would sit on top of me. We would watch cartoons, except I would take nap number one. A friend of mine pointed out that's actually a brilliant parenting strategy because if they want to get up and make problems, they have to they will wake me up because they're getting off of me. Uh, so so that's a that's a strategy that that worked well. Anyway, so that was the first nap. I would go downstairs for breakfast. We would come back, resume the position and I would take nap two. And this was like clockwork until I started taking this product on a regular basis. There, there are 13 now, so we're obviously not watching cartoons that way. They're off on their device in some part of the house. Um, but right after I started taking this regularly, we would go back to that position, and I just wouldn't fall asleep. I'm like, I don't feel like falling asleep, so I would wake up and get stuff done. Um, so, so that's kind of my personal. The other personal one that I have is, is related to migraine. So uh, I am as geeky probably as you guys, I have a spreadsheet of my migraines back to 2014. I used to get four or five migraines a year. Um, and and I was take, keeping track of them to try and figure out, you know, maybe I went drinking the night before and that caused the migraine or I ate something or exercise. I was trying to identify them because migraines really suck. Mm -hmm. um, 
in 2018, when I started taking this on a regular basis, I didn't get a single migraine. So just not one. Um, I've had a few from time to time since then, but that was the first year that I was taking it. You couple that with my wife. My wife used to get nine migraines per month. I remember the nine, nine plus. I remember the number nine because she was taking a medication, Sumatran or Supamatran or something along those Sumatriptan lines. Sumatriptan probably. There you go. <laughs> that, uh, that, but they would only give her nine per month. So any migraine after the ninth, she would just have to suffer through. It took, you know, spouses, it took me a while to convince her to try the product. Um, when I finally did, she's down to one migraine a month or every other month. So that's a significant, significant difference. Um, so anyway, those are some more, some of the testimonials that I've got. I, I've got other kind of interesting stories if, uh, if you don't have any questions. Well, uh, um, I, I, uh, do I not have any questions? <laughs> of course That's I have my questions. Job. Yeah, yeah. I also have questions, Chris, because um, what I'm interested in, and um, I'm going to ask the question, then we're going to have to take a break for, for our underwriting. And um, looking, so you're tracking your own migraines, your, your wife's migraines subside um, substantially. And so that, that, to me, suggests a vascular component to what, what this supplement is doing. Um, and I'm wondering, at, I'm, I'm willing to bet that you track the anecdotal evidence that you're collecting. And I'm wondering if that informs what the supplement is doing at the biological level. And we'll let you think about that when we take our break for our, our underwriting announcements. Uh, we'll be right back on Health 411. You're listening to 107.7 The Bronx and 107.7 The Bronx Doc. Health 411 Sunday mornings at 10 a.m. on 107.7 The Bronx is underwritten by Capital Health. If someone you loved was sick, how far would you go to make sure they got the best care? Your mother, your sister, your best friend, your neighbor, your son? How far would you go for doctors who will meet with you longer so they really get to know you and who collaborate across disciplines so that they can devise a plan of care that's uniquely right for you? There's no doctor too far, no care too distant, that you wouldn't go there. And for more than 100 years, so has Capital Health. From our hospitals in Trenton and Hopewell to our primary care offices all across Mercer, Bucks, and Burlington counties to right here at Ryder University, Capital Health has the team of doctors, nurses, experts, specialists, and staff that you can count on to care as much about your loved ones as you do. Because you'd go to the ends of the earth if someone you loved was sick. And so do we, Capital Health. There's no appointment needed for this doctor's visit. Now back to the all-new Health 411, underwritten by Capital Health, Minds Advancing medicine 107.7 the bronc and 107.7 the bronc.com welcome back to health 411 we're continuing our conversation with chris burris the co-founder of my vital c and where he's also the chief science officer and among other neat things and he's talking about his nutritional supplement that he 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 makes and he sells called ess60 it's a carbon nanoparticle and um one of the things he's doing in his company is collecting anecdotal evidence of the people who have been using his product, sort of telling them, um, what, hopefully, both the good and the bad of what's happening when they take it. And I'm saying, with that scientific background, does your data inform how to view this thing about what's going on? Man, I wish I had a better answer for you. So okay. we, I really am not compiling these into like a, an organized, methodical, hey, here are all the testimonials related to, I don't know whether it's migraines or whatever, potentially um, uh, uh, kind of emotional well-being, because that is a, is a testimonial mm -hmm. set that we have, um, whether it's due to performance. Um, sleep, we are. Uh, if you look at sleep, I actually started a study 
I don't have my aura ring because my aura ring's old enough that it doesn't last the whole day. I don't know if you're familiar with the aura <laughs> ring. Yes, I am very familiar with them actually. Yeah, so so it's one of the better sleep trackers on the market. And I ended up in contact. I, I was on a podcast. This the podcaster in, in, introduced me to a guy named Benjamin Smar. He is at the University of California, San Diego. I'm pretty sure it's San Diego. Uh, and at the time, he was a consultant for Aura Ring, right? And so we were putting together the study. He actually, there's, you, you can log into your Aura Ring and get a ton of data, right? The app is pretty yes. neat, but there's a lot of data there. And then even on the back end, there's even more data available. So we were starting the sleep study. The, 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 what, practically what we were doing is collecting 10 days of data from sleep participants before trying the product, 10 days on the product, 10 days back off the product, and then 10 days back on the product. And the intent was to kind of get some uh, uh, kind of broad uh, uh, ideas about what might be going on and then to dig into the data at the back end. Were, were, the, were, the, were the subjects blind to what treatment they were in, in, in at any no, given time? They, they so, were not. This so was they, not as sophisticated as okay. you would like, for okay. sure. Um, and so uh, the the what what end up, ended up happening was COVID, actually. And I don't know if you guys know this, but the Aura Ring's pretty good at identifying you getting sick before you even feel any symptoms. And so COVID was one of those things. So during COVID, I haven't even reached, I need to reach out to him again. It's been a long time. I don't know how busy it is. Uh, but what I ended up doing was continuing the survey piece of that study uh, so that we actually have some survey data. And you're right, one of the gaping holes is that it's not double blind. Mm -hmm. I can't say with the data that we do have, uh, all of the participants uh, reported an improvement. So we were really asking him, you know, how restless was falling to sleep? Was your sleep? Um, how how would you rate your sleep? And how would you rate uh, the rest that you got in terms of your performance the next day? And universally, they reported improvements. Um, it wasn't all the same improvements, some like significant improvements, some minor improvements, uh, but it was across the board uh, improvements in, in their sleep. Yeah. And we, which, which, which is sort of interesting too, because there's a wide number of things that might contribute to uh, sleep disturbances. Because there's disturbances in trying to get to sleep. There's disturbances in if you do fall asleep, staying asleep. There's a whole bunch of different kinds of you know, if you if you were a psychiatrist, you can go to a whole bunch of the or a sleep physiologist about why somebody would have trouble sleeping. And if you see a, a sort of a, a pervasive pattern that people are in, in, well, actually, I should ask you, what are what are people reporting of? And I'll say, you know, melatonin is talked a lot in terms about at least sleep in people. But if you look at the data, if people who take melatonin only fall to sleep, it's like what three to six minutes faster than people who don't take melatonin. So even though oh, melatonin, at least in humans, is a sleep hormone, it's not if you're a, by the way, if you're a nocturnal animal, it's, it's up when you're active. But that's a whole other story. Um, so when you talk about improvements in sleep, what are people seeing? Yeah, so um, the testimonial from my business coach, which is, again, I like it because yeah. it's very binary, is for 50 years, I needed an alarm clock to wake up. When I started taking oh, my okay. vital C, I wake up before the alarm clock. Right. Um, the, on those occasions, and, and this is reported regularly, when people get less sleep than they normally do, they report being more refreshed than they should be. And I can even add that add this. So I went to um, this was I think it was pre pandemic, but there's a, a marketing conference that I've been to. And 
I have a I have a product that's labeled as a as a hangover product It's actually getting relabeled as mm -hmm. a party recovery product because the FDA does not like hangover. Um, oh, really? Hangover is alcohol poisoning. Uh, <laughs> oh, that's and as soon as you get into poisoning. That, you know. so that's that's very interesting. And I have to tell you, um, after our for people who are listening, after our last conversation, Chris did send um, Dan and myself some samples. And one of the samples was in a box saying ha hangover. And guess which was the first one I reached and tried. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, but you know, I could provide some anecdotal stuff with that. Um, um, so you're, re but you're remarking it is interesting. And I'm going to ask you, I'm going to probe a little bit here. And I'm not, I'm not, I, I'm trying to learn. I'm not trying to challenge you. And if you look at the, the, the ingredient box, the amount of the, so the um, ES60 um, supplements that Chris is selling come form, it's, it, it's an olive oil. So it's, it's, yes. a, it's a liquid, it's a liquid kind of thing that you could just put on a spoon or just squirt in your mouth. The amount of the ESS-60 is the same whether the box was labeled hangover or sleep or something like that. Like, what, what is What's that? up with that? Yeah, what's up with that? <laughs> so you're a scientist like me and can imagine how hard it was for me to make that decision. Um, because really, I'm like, if how do you market something that, right? So we've got this, uh, I think everyone's listening. I'm holding up a kind of a generic olive oil box. I think I sent you guys one of these. Mm -hmm. um, and, you know, it's got a list of things that it does on the side uh, or actually a list of things that our customers reported to us while we were still labeled with not for human consumption. So really almost the antithesis of the placebo effect. We didn't have any like expectation of what you might experience. And, and we took what our customers gave us and put that on the on the actual bottle. Mm -hmm. um, but, but if I, I mean, people struggle because I have a focus and energy version that is ESS-60 and olive oil. And then I have a sleep version of ESS-60 and olive oil. And I just told the anecdotal story that our most consistent testimonials, people take it in the morning, report mental focus and energy during the day and better sleep that night. And I'm reasonably certain when I told that story, you were okay with it. But when you see two products, one saying focus and energy, the other one saying sleep, all of a sudden, you're like, how how is that possible? Yeah, right. How is that possible? Mind, <laughs> Sorry, right? are, is there how, no difference in formulation, or absolutely zero difference in the formulation? And what really drove that is we ended up in a store uh, called the store was called Beta. Interesting store where the the people who work it was kind of like an Apple store layout, so nice and fancy and simple. And the people who worked at the at the store, the 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 Beta employees knew about the product and could explain the product. And so we ended up there. And we sold a few things, not very much, but the but but right next to our station was another group, and these were patches, and they were like hangover recovery. They actually had similar stuff, and they were like, yeah, somebody just came in and bought all of them. And I'm like, well, I can make the box, right? I know that this, from a marketing perspective, this is going to have a potential challenge, which is somebody's going to go on our website, they're going to buy like two boxes of a hangover, two boxes of exercise recovery, and two boxes of deep sleep. And then they're going to call our customer service department irritated, right? Like you kind of were, right? No, oh, I, I wasn't and, irritated. I was making an observation. I wasn't irritated. Yeah, right. <laughs> but, but if you had paid for it, you'd be like, this is, I, I, why did I buy this extra stuff? And, and we know that's going to happen. One thing that we are very cognizant of doing, we never market one to the other. Hey, you just got some hangover. You should also get some deep sleep. Like that's just, that would be extremely disingenuous. Um, and, and it's all labeled properly. So it is a very unique challenge from a marketing perspective, because if I tell you 
the stories of what it can do without the length that you guys have given me here. Thank you. Um, mm-hmm. It just it, it doesn't it doesn't sit well. Right. It, do, it doesn't come well, across. I, as I, I, and your, 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 your awareness of that is uh, actually um, on spot because um, in grad school, I was in the melatonin world. And at that time, melatonin uh, was being put out there as like a be all and end all of everything. Because melatonin is a natural occurring hormone. It's also an oxygen scavenger, blah, blah, blah. Um, it, you know, it gets into cells just, just like um, your, your nanoparticle. Um, and one of the reasons people didn't, it didn't adapt it, it's not just that it's a naturally occurring thing, it was that it was being claimed to do too many things without, without any division. Um, and what you're suggesting is a way to organize the market to actually put some stuff about there that might help some people. Um, Dan is giving me the signal. We're going to take a quick break from our conversation. Chris, we're going to come back. We're going to continue our conversation with Chris Burris, um, who has a nutritional supplement called ESS60, and he sells it from My, My Vital C. So we are going to take a break on Health 411. You're listening to 107.7 The Bronx and 1077thebronc.com. Health 411 Sunday mornings at 10 a.m. on 1077 The Bronx is underwritten by Capital Health. If someone you loved was sick, how far would you go to make sure they got the best care? Your mother, your sister, your best friend, your neighbor, your son? How far would you go for doctors who will meet with you longer so they really get to know you and who collaborate across disciplines so that they can devise a plan of care that's uniquely right for you? There's no doctor too far, no care too distant, that you wouldn't go there. And for more than 100 years, so has Capital Health. From our hospitals in Trenton and Hopewell, to our primary care offices all across Mercer, Bucks, and Burlington counties, to right here at Ryder University, Capital Health has the team of doctors, nurses, experts, specialists, and staff that you can count on to care as much about your loved ones as you do. Because you'd go to the ends of the earth if someone you loved was sick. And so do we, Capital Health. There's no appointment needed for this doctor's visit. Now back to the all-new Health 411, underwritten by Capital Health, Minds Advancing Medicine. 107.7 The Bronx and 1077thebronc.com. We're recording Health 411 from the Digital Bronx Studios. Welcome back. We're continuing our conversation with the co-founder of My Vital C, Chris Burris. Um, My Vital C sells a nutritional supplement called ESS60, um, which comes in a, a, in a sort of a liquid, suspended in liquid, when liquid is olive oil and people ingest this and they report a lot of things. Um, but before we get to Chris, you, you are also um, an author. You're writing about your experiences with this in a book. Um, can you tell us about that? Live Longer and Better. Yeah, it just came out uh, last Monday and, and literally... Uh, I'm, I'm a little behind the eight ball, so we're like finishing the website, but the website's gonna be uh, and is and is up, but all the links aren't exactly where I want them yet, but it's a livelongerandbetterbook.com. Uh, last Thursday, I went in to record because I want an audio version available. Uh, really want it in my voice because it really is kind of my story, the journey through, uh, through to ESS 60 and, and really getting into the longevity space as a longevity expert. And, uh, and, and I have to tell you, it is a pain to record books. I don't know if you ever have to do that, allocate a lot more time because we spent a lot of time and got chapter one of five done. Well, it's a a lot um, more than reading a book to your kids at night, right? (laughs) Yes, exactly. Yeah. Although your kids will give you a hard time if you misspeak a word, right? Like that. (laughs) No doubt about that. That's not how you say that. Um, but yeah, that's been a, an incredible journey. My co-author is a two-time New York number one bestseller. 
his name's Jerome Corsi, and it was just a, a both a painful and very joyous experience to write a book. And, and really, you know, it, it's kind of interesting because I've been in the carbon nanomaterial space. You know, we started in 91. It was discovered in 85. The Nobel Prize was given in 96. So you're looking at five years before the Nobel Prize was given, we were already selling carbon nanomaterials to research institutions around the world. And there's some unique aspects mm -hmm. of like, how do we grow the business? Because correct. Now, but in, in your all mind, fairness, like, though, hey, the, the, the original market, though, was not nutritional supplements. It had to do with I, like building batteries and engineering. Well, that was the use of it. Well, correct. Well, so so we often it was funny in the early days, people were like, hey, well, what is what are, what are these carbon nanomaterials good for? And our kind of uh, standard joke uh, was, well, it's really good for funding. Because <laughs> right? if you wrote oh, I, I a, a funding request, right, uh, a grant about fullerenes, carbon 60, carbon 70 nanotubes, you basically got funded. That's why all 10 of the 10 most referenced papers in 1991 uh, were about carbon nanomaterials. So our target were universities and research institutions around the world. Well, today, like uh, I'm sure Dan was like, well, that's easy. You put a, you throw up a website and then they can find you because they search it and the search terms are available. There was no internet when we were starting Hard this company. Hard to believe. <laughs> <laughs> so, so we did. Uh, frankly, I did a lot of cold calling uh, to 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 different universities and professors who were in kind of the the, the nano space. So really, we would grab the Electrochemical Society meeting uh, book and cold call them and say like, "Hey, are you interested in doing fullerene research? We can help you with that. We have the materials for that." Um, and, and really that was how, and, and we sponsored, uh, the conference, the electrochemical society meeting conference. And so very kind of archaic processes compared to what we might do today. Cool. And that's why you're setting up a website to help sell your book. Yes, exactly. <laughs> that's that we're yeah. in, in some sense, we're ahead of the game, right? So, Cause you can go to live longer and better book.com and, 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 you know, get it, get a hold of the book. Now. Uh, I'm sure it'll be a fascinating read and I look forward to get you getting that website up so I can order a copy and I'll, 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 I'll <laughs> no, get, it I'll is get, up. I'll get uh, one and, and share it with you Dan. You can find links to the book. There's just some links that I wish were, you know, going different places. Oh, okay. like that. That'll get fixed. Uh, absolutely. And, and I, I mentioned that um, after our first conversation, you did send some samples to Dan and myself. And, and, and Dan has had some ex, uh, interesting, interesting experiences with it. I have. That I think he'd like to share. So is Dan, are you now a biohacker? Is that the, I am the, the, <laughs> certainly a biohacker. <laughs> so we got the, I got the little box. Dr. Craig gave me, the little, gave me the little box and I see exercise recovery. Well, I work out, so I'm going to try the exercise recovery one. And I want to like just point out that the week that I was trying this product was probably one of the most stressful weeks of my life because I'd get up 8.30, come to school, work 9 to 5 in the lab, and then after that I'd work until 9 p.m. in my pharmacy. And somewhere in there I had to find out like where to work out. So after that horrible day was done, I'd go home and I'd take this little vial and I'd pop it in my mouth. And that week didn't feel like so bad. You know what I mean? Like I felt like I could sleep. I felt like I could work out with more energy and I've just felt overall better. And in the week since, you know, I'm out of it now, I, I really haven't felt the same way since. So I don't know if it's placebo effect or maybe it is legitimately working, but all I know is that I felt better. Yeah, and, and when you, you, when you say you felt better, Dan, was that in terms of energy? Was it in terms of the amount of weight you could push? 
Was it like the it was endu- like endurance kind of thing? Like when you say you felt yeah. better, what aspect of your workout? So like was the it psychological was, component. Of it, it was the energy I felt just throughout the day, and it was like body image. I'd say, which I I don't think I've heard you mention any you know anecdotes with body image being incorporated, but that was definitely something for me. Well, I think that can go to um, you know the, the the really the mental health aspect, and and the one that really resonated with me. I don't know if I shared it with you. I got a video from a lady out of the UK and she started the video and she said, I'm in the process of quitting smoking. Mm. And I was like, great, this is going to be a horrible video because like quitting smoking is not the time to get a positive testimonial about really anything at all. And she went on to give a very good kind of glowing uh, testimonial about it. And one of the statements that she had is, I find that I have a longer fuse with my children. Right. And if you think and I, I would land this more on on the better sleep, right? If you're getting a better sleep, whatever that means, right? Like we, mm-hmm. we don't even really know like, hey, you only got five hours of sleep, but it was significantly better and you felt refreshed. Like we don't know sleep is such a complex, you know, bizarre thing anyway. Um, but, but we don't know exactly what that is, but that's where you could easily hang, hey, right, you're going, you're going to school, you're working at the pharmacy, you're getting a workout. And, and I will share, we've got a two-time U.S. ultra running champion. His name's Anthony Kunkel. He's won a U.S. championship at 50 miles and at 100K, so 62 miles. And what he said, my first conversation with him was interesting. He said, when I was taking one serving, I didn't really notice much. When I upped it to three servings, I was like, wow. He said, I think this could be the difference between somebody uh, having running as a hobby and having running as a career, which is kind of phenomenal. Hmm. And he said, I don't believe that this helps with exercise recovery. I believe it prevents damage in the first place. And the reason I say that is on the last five miles of a 50 mile run, a phrase you don't hear very often, (laughs) (laughs) where strength and stability were previously a problem, they're no longer a problem. And he's a big advocate. He's got a whole protocol. He takes our MCT at the beginning of a training block, ramps up to the olive oil, which has the higher concentration and uh, and is just a, a big fan of the product. Interesting. How does that relate to having to explore your websites a little bit? You have a a bio, a, a, it's, I'm not the right word for it, but a bioequivalency calculator to help people figure out how much they should be taking relative to their body size. You're not. Yeah. Able, so, know. so really, you know, the first thing that you, 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 you know, you logically think um, without really having delved into uh, what does it take to, to get a calculation of, of what a rat takes to get it to commute, you know, to transfer to a human, your first thought is, well, how much did they take per kilogram? And if you applied what they gave to the rats in the original study to humans, we would have been taking a cup of olive oil. Um, probably not a great idea. Also not the right way to look at it because there's this, there, we have this thing called metabolism and rats metabolism is very different than human metabolism. And so there's this thing called the allometric calculation. You guys are probably more familiar than I am. Um, and I find this extremely fascinating that the way that you compare uh, um, uh, metabolism is by actually comparing the surface area of the animal. That just appeals to my really geeky kind mm-hmm. of engineering background. So you take the surface area of a rat, you take the surface area of a human, that creates a multiplier that allows you to calculate the right dosing uh, per kilogram dosing. And so that's what that calculator is. It, it allows yeah. you to, you know, if you're heavier, there may be more. And if anybody's listening, you know, if I put in my, you know, 200 pound frame, it comes out to be about six mils. So we're not talking about cups and cups of this stuff. It's, a, <laughs> it's you know, it's, 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 it's a 
to escorted tube of, of, of the liquid stuff. Um, um, very, very fascinating. There's so much more. <laughs> Did you have any questions? Um, there's so much more I want to talk about, Chris. But Dan is giving me the signal that we're, we're sort of running at the, toward the end of the segment. Is there anything you want to tell our listeners here at, at the end? No. Well, if they're, they're interested in trying it, great. This is a beta product, right? This is a cutting edge material. Um, you know, biohackers have kind of led the way. You can find it at myvitalc.com. Uh, the book is livelongerandbetterbook.com. Uh, it's uh, I'm I'm really proud of the book and the the way it came out. So uh, I love any feedback anybody gives me on there. Uh, and you can find me on Instagram and TikTok and all those fun locations. Just search for my vital C. Excellent. Thank you again for joining the Health 411 program. It's great having you um, as a guest, Chris. It's, I wish you wish you Professor Jonathan, success. thanks so much for having me. And Dan, thank you for, uh, thank for you. Being, becoming a biohacker. Of course. <laughs> this is 107.7 The Bronx and 1077thebronc.com. We're recording live from the Digital Bronx studios. Thank you for listening to Health 411. This program is part of Capital Health and Rider University's efforts to bring, bring people together to address issues associated with all aspects of health and health care. I'd like to thank our guest again, Chris Burris, and we hope today's conversation has given you things to think about in terms of carbon nanoparticles and, and ESS60 in particular. Um, if you have questions and or comments about the program or want to make suggestions for future broadcasts, please email us at health411 at rider.ed. Remember, you have a doctor's appointment scheduled for every Sunday at 10 a.m. Don't miss the all-new Health 411 with Dr. Jonathan Karp and our expert medical guest from Capital Health. You can listen to Health 411 anytime on demand. Go to 1077thebronc.com slash health411 to listen to past episodes or tune in every Thursday at 9 a.m. to hear the weekend rewind edition of Health 411. Health 411 on 1077thebronc is underwritten by Capital Health, Minds Advancing Medicine. Capital Health is the region's leader in providing progressive quality patient care with exceptional physicians, nurses, and staff, as well as advanced technology.